It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Refused to put his own life above the lives of others in need. When duty called, Larry did everything, did everything to answer. It's a great event. I think the uh, Medal of Honor ceremony is always great. And this helicopter pilot who got the medal yesterday, it was quite a story this guy had. It was an 81-year-old Vietnam Army vet, uh, Larry Taylor. He was a helicopter pilot in Nam. And in 1968, they said he completely disobeyed a direct order, risked his life, and obviously what the military was upset about was their equipment. Uh, And he went and he rescued a four-man recon team that was surrounded, and they had no ammunition left. So he he lowered the helicopter into this basically battleground. These four guys jumped on the skids. He took off, and he saved all their lives. So that's incredible. It really is. Only one of the men that he saved is still alive, and that guy, his name is David Hill. He's an Army Ranger. He's retired. He's the one that's been fighting to get Larry Taylor the Medal of Honor since probably, I'd say, the 80s. And so he got it done. Finally got it done. So good for him. I, I'm sure he was in the audience yesterday when Larry got the Medal of Honor. And then uh, Joe, this great moment wasn't without a Joe Mencia moment. Then Joe heard the call of duty i think and he got up and left he literally he, he left the audience and staff stunned he left in the middle the middle of the middle of honor ceremony there was a long applause they didn't know what to do and then uh, the and then at the listen to the end of this ladies and gentlemen please join me for the benediction so it's always the okay. president's honoree or honorees during the benediction right not Joe. This guy was left alone. He was in the kitchen. <laughs> Joe left. It's funny because you see him. First, it takes him a while to put the Medal of Honor on this Larry Taylor, this captain. And then he shakes his hand. He goes over to the podium. He looks up. And then he gets off of the podium and literally walks right down the aisle, right out the back door. It's like, <laughs> it oh, okay. Just... Aren't you supposed to stick around for the rest of the ceremony? No, not Joe. The uh... Got things to do, folks. White House Press Department had a hilarious statement about it. They said, well, the president wanted uh, Larry to have the moment all to himself. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was... Can you imagine having to cover, cover for Joe Biden every no, day? No, no. You know what? I, I, I can't. By the way, did you notice uh, when he... Did you see the whole video when he walked into this ceremony? I didn't see the beginning. He was wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they say now he's masking up because his wife has COVID. I'm like, okay. You spent five days with her when she was still infected before you found out she was infected. So now you wear a mask? It's all the show. I'm like, oh, my God, stop. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. There's, uh, what's his name, Vance out of Ohio. He's trying to pass a law. So it's it, you can't, there's no mask mandate. Anywhere? Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. So he's trying to make it a federal law. Like, nope, you're not going to do this to me. Sorry, we're not complying. I'm not going to wear another one. Nah, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing that. They haven't proven to me that it ever worked. But wow. I, I get it with the president. He walks in with the mask. But shortly after, when he's close to the 81-year-old, he takes it he's off. not wearing a mask. Yeah, I know. Again, just like we said, for three years, what's the point then? I don't then know. Then you're just doing it as a show. It, that's it. And the girl, but the girl that hands him the Medal of Honor right. is wearing a mask. Right. He hands the president the medal. I'm like, okay. Who has masks on and who doesn't? I, I don't get it. I mean, if it's a personal choice, all the power to you. you yeah, you go ahead. 
just you go ahead. Wear your but, mask inside, outside, alone, in a car, th- with a cigarette through it. I don't care. <laughs> just get away from me with it. That's all I'm saying. It's, I, you know what? It's no, I don't want to see masks again. I, and I hope this J.D. Vance gets his federal law passed. It's called the Freedom to Breathe Act, by the way. Oh, that's interesting. How he's introduced it. So huh. he says it's, uh, it's not right that you're going to tell people that they have to wear a mask when they don't want to. In the meantime, quickly, also from the swamp. Yes, dear. House Republicans are issuing subpoenas. Something's happening here. Wow. For DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and others. It's part of the investigations into Hunter Biden. This Now, th- I know it's confusing. This was the part where they tipped him off. They tipped off his team that the investigations were coming. Okay. That's what this is about. Uh, James Comer, the House Oversight Committee chair, subpoenaed Mayorkas along with three other DHS employees, two Secret Service staffers, too. They want answers over allegations the Justice Department inappropriately tipped off Hunter Biden's Secret Service detail and the transition team wow. to an interview investigators wanted to conduct for that this was about the criminal tax evasion case part okay. of it. That's what this was about. But wow. subpoenas came out of the door. How about that? Did you see? It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm actually quite surprised because not that I watched The View at all, but did you hear Whoopi Goldberg go off? Is it Whoopi Goldberg? Is that who the chick is that runs it now? Yeah. She's got COVID, too. She's not there. Oh, yeah. She, she went the off the other day. day about how there's been an investigation. She never wants to hear about Hunter Biden's laptop ever again. The investigation's been done. It's been closed. They found nothing. Found <laughs> nothing? I was like, I'm wow. Sorry? That's what she said. And then now she's got COVID and she's not there. Is that convenient? Uh, I just thought it was convenient. Well, I guess she doesn't have to answer to that. So I, I was kind of shocked. Yeah. That's I think amazing. it happened Friday. It was just before the long weekend. She's like, I'm done with the laptop. They've investigated it. They found nothing. He hasn't been charged to move on. I was like, whoa. Found nothing. Yeah, okay. Isn't that All those naked pictures of him smoking crack apparently don't mean anything. So that's about this. Well, that's the, and that's the least damaging thing. What they found were the emails between them and, you know, uh, business officials, energy business officials around the world using Joe's influence. Of course, of course. And then all the fake emails that uh, names that Joe Biden used to talk to his son. They now they've had like five or six what are they synonyms or pseudonyms that they came up with that Joe Biden used and apparently a lot of famous people do it so they can have regular conversations, but now they've pinpointed the fact that they were all from Joe Biden. Sure, the big talking guy. about business. Unbelievable. But he knew nothing about his son's stuff. Exactly. Just so you know. Well, this will make you feel better about life. So okay. this story, I remember reading about this last week. It was just one of those, wow, that's a big kid. So big so that he was having trouble playing his favorite sports, football and basketball. Michigan teenager, his feet are so big, he was he's unable to afford and find shoes that fit him. Okay, so the kid's he, name kid's is a monster. Eric Kilborn. He's 14 years old, as Bill just mentioned. He's 6'10". <laughs> when does he stop growing? I don't know if he's he ever gonna will. He's going to be like seven and a half feet tall by the time he, he reaches his you know full height. But his, what was his shoe size? What did they say? 20? 23. Oh, my gosh. I don't Again, how old, Jen? 14 years old. I mean, what happens when this kid, like, I really, I mean, granted, <laughs> he's going through a growing spurt right now, but come on, most of the kids I know grow up until they're like 16, right? Uh, yeah, I don't. That, he's, he's still got a ways to go. Uh, this is crazy. So thankfully, and I'm glad that his family put his video online so that he could get some help, Under Armour and Puma 
stepped up to give him a gift, size 23 shoes so he can play basketball and football. Here he wow. is talking about the gift. I've been worried for so long, like, what am I going to do when I grow out of 22s? But Under Armour's came up with the solution. Uh, it means everything to me. Just having shoes that don't cause blisters or just pain on my feet would mean everything. just mean the world. Good for them. Good Holy for those two cow. companies. And I get it. And and. Yeah, it's marketing. You know, it's good. It's good PR for them, but they're helping out this kid. Well, they say he plays in the JV team. Did he play in the JV team because his feet hurt so badly because he couldn't find a pair of shoes and he couldn't run? You know, that's a great question because what what varsity team would not want to have kid. this kid on this? Six for ten? <laughs> Come on. All he has to do is stand in the key. Right. Throw me the ball. Bloop. Come on. <laughs> Lob it to Eric. Holy cow. I don't know. That's crazy, though. That, but he got, uh, he got cleats. He got training shoes. Oh, he got excellent. basketball shoes. So Good for them. So we'll, I'm sure we're going to hear about him on the football field soon. That's amazing. It's, can you imagine you're a regular-sized 14-year-old and you look up and this guy's <laughs> staring at you on the no. line? I'd, just, I'd run back to the bench. Wow. <laughs> like, no. Other sports. We've got some local interest, some American interest in the U.S. Open. So far, anyway. That's good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Florida State has itself a great week. In the, in the college rankings. They're, they're celebrating as we speak. And some other headlines coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Now, one particular moment of my time back home has received its fair share of attention in the press over the past week. There he is, Mr. Vegas, Dr. Electric, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I, I literally, when this alert came across my phone, what, late yesterday morning, early yesterday afternoon, I went, who did they pay off? <laughs> I, I, I'm like, okay, who is this White House doctor that is saying this stuff? Because the White House doctor said, what about Mitch McConnell, Bill? He's A-OK. He didn't have a stroke. He's he didn't good have to go. a seizure. He didn't have anything. And they went so far <laughs> like, whoa. as to throw stones at anybody criticizing or daring to even question that after McConnell's latest freeze-up. In public. It's happened twice now. And the latest one that we had for you last week, it was bad. So McConnell was there. Yeah. He was talking to reporters. He was mm-hmm. answering questions even on the Senate floor. At a busy and productive August, he said. Did you see that? Oh, no, I missed that part. While meeting with his constituents back in Kentucky. Oh, so, yeah. They timed it. And, and I think we said this at the time. The last freeze up last week, he froze for 30 seconds. He didn't know where he was. Oh, there was no doubt. 30 full seconds. But he's fine, Bill. You, you can't quite. I, th- I thought he had a mini stroke or whatever you call those. <laughs> there's a there's a tech something, whatever it's called. But this is so I'm scary. Like, That's man. what he had. So scary. I'm like, okay. This guy's something still, going on. He still has all the pot. Like, he determines, like, who gets, like, uh, you know, election money. Like we saw in the midterms. Yeah. He's very powerful. <laughs> I, I Come on. Just think of the party you could have. Him, oh. Fetterman, Feinstein. Well, Who else would we put in that? Well, Joe? <laughs> well, you could tell the same jokes for an hour and a half because then they wouldn't know. Yes. <laughs> they wouldn't, and they, they'd be a captive oh audience because they wouldn't know how to leave. Oh, my God. <clears throat> no, Joe would get up and walk out. No, Joe would leave because he leaves everything. <laughs> he just so leaves. He just gets up and leaves. <laughs> and he can't do it. That's terrible. Oh, that's I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, but you got to laugh because not, it's just so scary. If you don't laugh, you'd lose your mind. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's so true because if you've, and I'm telling you, if you lived with anybody who's had Alzheimer's, you know exactly what's going on. Yep. Uh, with the exception of Fetterman. His is because of his stroke. He had, he's got brain damage. There's no doubt about it. 
Oh, boy. And then these people are running the world. They're running our country. This is scary. And good news, which is distraction news. This is why we have sports. Good news at the U.S. Open. Wow, they're still making a lot of noise. Well, you know. Well, <clears throat> American tennis is back, baby. It really is. And uh, is it Coco Golf, right? Yeah. She's going to, is she going to, Dean, is she going to the semis? She is going to the semis, which is tomorrow night, I think she plays. Is it sometime tomorrow? I don't know if it's tomorrow night. So good for her. Is she the only American girl left? I think she's the only American girl. She's going to meet 10th seated Carolina Machova. Don't look at me. In the semis. Okay. Who beat Serana Cristea in straight sets? Look at you with these names. I'm so Uh, impressed. Do not be impressed. I have a pronunciation (laughs) sheet right in front of me. Okay. There is no, when it comes to tennis player names, forget about Uh, it. You need help. And most of them are Russian. And it's like, oh my God, they get so many consonants together. It's like, how can you do that? Where's the vowels? Give me a vowel. (laughs) Please. Can I buy a vowel? (laughs) Please buy a vowel. But Coco Goff and Pagula, what's her name? Jessica Pagula. Jessica Pagula are probably going to make it to the finals in the doubles. I didn't know they were, They were. you said they're good friends, Diener? Yeah, they are. They, they actually do a pretty good team. I, I, I do have an update for you guys, too. Madison oh. Keys is still alive as well. She's an American woman playing in the quarterfinals tonight. Oh, okay. So okay. we got two. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't hear about her. But I heard about this kid. This is a great story for yes. now. It's about to end, but it's been a great story. Ben Shelton. Why is it going to end? Well, hold on. <laughs> okay. He beat 10-seeded Francis Tiafo, who's a great player in four sets. He's the youngest American male to reach the semi since 1992. Holy cow. He must have been like Jim Courier or something, huh? Somebody, Back in the day? I wonder who it was. I'm curious about that. Here's why it ends. Now why? he squares off against Novak Djokovic. Oh. <laughs> well. That's been a good can, ride. Can anybody beat him? <laughs> no. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> Djokovic he ain't losing. Not even the okay. World Health Organization could beat him, Jen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's nice to know. Good for him. And then you have something very interesting happening here. Uh, you may not be a Florida State fan in college football, but it's good when they're good. For the first time since, 19, what did they say, 2017, Florida State replaces LSU in the coaches poll yeah. at number five. That's big. Yeah, LSU fell. Where did they fall? They're 14th, I think, now. They took a dump after losing. It was an impressive win for Florida State. You know, it, wasn't, it was. Remember last year's game? They won on a blocked extra point, mm-hmm. and they ended up having a good season. How do you remember that? It was a great game. And plus, they showed the replay like five times okay. during the game on Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, here's a reminder. Yeah. Okay. They always go to, let's go to the last matchup. That's right. All but right. This, I was going to say, wow, you are really got a brain there, uh, Diener. Don't go that far. But this was an impressive win. So, it was. you know, they shoot up to the top five. Good for them. That's yeah. good. It is. It's, it's good it's, for the state. It's yeah, it is. It's great for the state and it's great for college football when one of the main one of the three big Florida teams, no disrespect to UCF, South Florida, FAU, but when one of the big three Florida teams are oh, yeah. good, it's always better for college football. The, the first tier teams and you right. have the second tier teams. Right. I, t- I totally get it. I don't know how, how Ohio State's still number four. Please explain this to me. And this is my team. They're gonna suck this year. Really? Yeah. It's it's yeah. Ohio State. Until they lose, they're gonna be there. I don't know. Michigan was number two. Ugh. <laughs> Even without Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, that's right. But they oh, held up the number please. four for him. They, they, they did. They played like Youngstown dead. High School, for God's <laughs> sakes. Hey. They win by like 80 points, so they go to number two. I'm like, please give me a break. Youngstown High was in the top 10 this year, Jen. <laughs> yeah, top 10 on what? <laughs> hey, we got rapid fire <laughs> coming up high. again uh, in a couple of minutes, just past the bottom of the hour. We'll update you on all this stuff. Headlines, too. Keep it here next. The East South Florida Morning Show.
think we get rapid fire time here, don't we? But we can go with this. I'll tell you what, that Did is. Uh, I'm just sitting here like nodding my head to the music, like, yeah, that's a good reason. He's jamming. He thinks he's listening to the new Rolling Stone <laughs> stuff. Doesn't come out till 9:30. Give me uh, one two second hour, here. Two hours can... away till the new Stones thing comes out. Isn't that amazing? I'm actually. I, I don't I'm know. excited. I'm, I'm amazed that they kept it. Not completely quiet. There were rumors about this, but they kept it kind of sort of under wraps until this long. Right. You know, you wonder if you, if you're, you know, one of the guys in the, the booth or in the studio where they're recording all this stuff, you probably have to sign your life away to oh, say, yeah. you know, we're not recording anything. We're not going to release anything. Are you going to mm-hmm. do rapid? Are you going to do Rolling Stones rapid fire? No. All right. Well, here you go anyway. <laughs> Time for Jen and Bill's rapid fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. <laughs> does like, you know, three things all morning. Yeah, and but they're all at once, so he, I couldn't he, he do it. He still screws. He still screws. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm seriously like, I'm no joke. I'm sitting here nodding my head to the rejoin, like, yeah, this is good. And was <laughs> like, uh, rapid what? fire? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought we were just going to go with new music. That's okay. okay. Good. Jed's got the first story. <laughs> okay, in my daily escaped killer update. Oh, yeah. Did they get him? No. Oh. Pennsylvania State Police took over the hunt for the escaped killer, Danello. Calville County yesterday because they said the local yokels couldn't handle it. Okay. So what happens? They said, we got him trapped. He's in a two-mile radius. We got him surrounded. Well, guess what the five foot seven, 118-pound guy did? He slipped right through that perimeter. So now they got him. You know those trail cameras that mm-hmm. they only take pictures if there's movement? They got him in. It's in Longwood Gardens. It's like this agricultural area. Kind of like the Botanical Garden. Sure. And they got him walking back and forth, and he's walking all around. He gets keeps on getting picked up by these trail cameras. Now, in the meantime, school was supposed to start this week. Not in these two school districts anywhere near where this guy's loose because they've shut those down again for a second day. Uh, they've got everything shut down in this perimeter. So now the state police are like, we know where he is. I don't think they're going to catch this guy in the near future. I think he's at, he's mocking these authorities at this point. Yeah, he's a because wiry it looks little to guy. Me, you know, the trail camera always looks the same. It's like night vision. Right. It looks to me like he's looking right at it. It's true, and he's got a backpack, yeah. and you know he's, like he, he knows was, the cameras there. He was already in somebody's house. They yeah, know oh, yeah. that he's been in a couple of houses. So this guy's he's getting, but he's not a he's not a nice dude. He got life. Okay, I, I don't mean to be gross, but he got a life sentence for killing his girlfriend in front of her kids. Oh God! Why did he kill her? She found out he had killed his girlfriend in Brazil, and she was going to turn him in. This guy's not a nice man. Evil person. How, He's evil. How have they not found him yet? Though? I don't know, but let me ask you this. Does he come out alive or do they shoot him? I hate to say it, but I hope they shoot him. Yeah, well, they, they probably end up will. Will I mean? I don't think after all this is going to end up, you know, going down quietly. I don't know. S- since he's like in nature and with the nature cameras and all this other, the botanical gardens, wouldn't it be great if somebody caught him in like a bear trap? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or one of those nets that you always see oh. in the movies. <laughs> That's it's, right. They scoop you up, hanging from the tree. There. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel sorry for him once they do catch him. I'll tell you no, that. No, I, I got a feeling somebody's gun's mistakenly going to go off. I can't believe he's still out he's there. He's not a nice person. It's yeah. stunning that they haven't got ah, right. whatever. They'll That's, catch him today. Today. Hopefully today. Happen today. today. No, it gives me, it'll ruin my the rest of my week. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's like, all right, you got to last till Saturday. Come on, at least. It's don't baking, get caught till Friday afternoon. Baked into your rapid fire pie this week. All right, by special request from yes. one Stephen Diener. Yes. Rolling Stones. Oh. Coming out of the new album today. We are T minus two hours away from this thing. They've already released a song from it. You ready? Yeah. Standing. Smash it or trash it. This is called 
angry. Sounds like Sounds, classic Stones. It sure does. I like it. They're uh, going to make the announcement a live stream on YouTube at 9.30. The only unfortunate part is Jimmy Fallon's going to host it. Yuck. Why did they pick Jimmy Fallon? Did anybody I, know? I, I don't know. Mick will be there. Keith Richards, Ronnie Wood. Hackney Diamonds is the name of the uh, the album. Wow. It's going to be live streamed from London. It'll be at 9.30 our time. It's the uh, Listen to what it features, though. They've got a lot of tracks on there, including, I think, that one. Including Charlie Watts, who died in 21. How about that? Holy cow. Other artists, including Paul McCartney on bass. What? Elton is on there. And the original Stones bassist, Bill Wyman, who's wicked old now. He's on it, too. Holy cow. I do believe these guys are immortal. Like, there's just... Oh. How, how, how is this uh, who's, the, right. who's the youngest one? They're 78? What, what, is, what is Mick Jagger? He's got to be 80, right? I think he's just below 80. I think he might be the youngest. Yeah, he might. Yeah. Really? I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think but he's they're going to be, they're gonna be tour. They said they're going to tour with this. In, so they'll all be in their 80s. I, no, you know what? Ronnie Wood is still in 70s. Oh, he is. Okay. But still, I get out of bed and every bone in my body hurts. These guys got 30 years on me and they're they're still jumping around stages. Well, you have not done the amount of heroin that Keith Richards okay, did. Okay, all right. That's, that's, that's the truth. I guess that's it. All right. I just, I don't know. I just, to put it in terms of myself, I imagine like my dad going on tour and making a new album. I know. Like, huh? he's, my, he's my dad's age. So he's actually a little bit older than my dad. That's insane. Isn't that amazing? They, they would hang out with your dad to be like, hey, kid. Yeah, <laughs> young and wow, that's unreal. I know. So, just an update here. We, as uh, Bill talked about it earlier, and I think it's important to say we don't panic. You here? That's not what we do. We're going to give you the information as it is about any storm that's out in the Atlantic. So, tropical storm yep. Lee is out there. They are projecting it, in all fairness, to be a major hurricane of four or even a five. I've seen in some projections. But the thing is, as it moves west northwest across the Atlantic. All the models so far have this thing turning before it even gets towards like Haiti or the or the Dominican Republic. Every current model has right. a yeah. sharp northern turn. It, it makes me wonder what, what the system is because it's the same system it looks like that pushed the the hurricane that hit us yeah. straight north. It's 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 pushing all of these storms straight north. So there's some heavy pressure system coming in off the west that's Thankfully, pushing these things. Thank God. Yeah, we we, we, we like the uh, north northerly troughs that come wow. up to pick up these storms. So and a lot can change, but hopefully that stays. And that's the thing, right? A lot, a lot can still change. It's still we're talking next Monday, Tuesday, where this thing would even be, you know, approaching like in the, the Dominican area. So it's still a long way out. We'll keep an eye on it. But as of now. Don't go crazy because all the models still have this thing turning away. Monday, so. you're going to hear me. What am I going to do with the maze? Yeah. Now it's like, what am I going to do with the big guy? Please. He doesn't fit yeah, in the garage. Well, you got to keep an eye on it, though. I mean, it's going to be a strong storm. So. Yep. Uh, I am keeping an eye right now, and I'm trying to enter to bid, but I don't have enough money. Sotheby's is holding an auction today for all things Freddie Mercury from Queen. Whoa, including, today, huh? including the autographed draft of the lyrics to We Are the Champions. Wow. Uh, his cat suit that he wore in that video, including the ballet shoes. Uh, don't Stop Me Now lyrics. It's But the biggie is his piano. And they're wow. saying that piano that they wrote, he wrote most of all of Queen's songs on is going to sell for at least three million pounds, which is a pound is a dollar twenty six. So whatever, it's like three and a half million bucks for us. Wow! So 
If you want to go at Sotheby's.com, it's all there. He had some he had some great art too. Oh yeah. Like Salvador oh. Dali's and Picasso's. And I guess Matisse's. he was a big collector, yeah. Yeah, he's some of the art that he has that they're auctioning off is you know, it's worth millions and millions Holy of dollars. Cow. So yeah. you're saying we're out of the running. We're not yeah, gonna win I, any I, of well, this stuff. No, well if you have well, let me see, here's one. Uh, it starts at thirty thousand is the no, five thousand. It's oh. it's a vase. All right. So it's about, you know, 5800 bucks to get in. We were trying to buy the piano and put it in the corner of the studio yeah. here. <laughs> That's right. Every once in a while, Jen would go over and tinkle the ivories. Yeah, I sure. personally have my eye on the cat suit. I'm going to come <laughs> walking in the morning show on Friday wearing Freddie Mercury's cat suit. Hey, guys. Ready to do the show? Hey. Well, the opening bid is 8,000 pounds. So. All right. I'll do what I can. Uh, quickly, if you're playing Powerball, maybe you have a chance at that. Maybe you could win Powerball tonight. And you could buy the cat suit. Yeah, inside of the Sotheby's Hopefully. auction. I don't know how long it's going to last. It's yeah. up to four hundred sixty-one million bucks for tonight. If you're playing, good luck. Sweet. Well, I'll finish off here, guys, with a bit, little bit of a Florida man story. Yes. Is this a Florida dope? I, I don't know. I think this guy's he's got a lot of courage. If you ask me, he got arrested for trying to cross the ocean in a giant hamster wheel. That guy was from Florida? Are you kidding me? I saw the story. I didn't realize it was a Floridian. I think he's an American hero. Didn't he go from here to the Bahamas, though? Like Key West to the Bahamas? I remember we did the story. He's done it before. He's, well, he was trying to cross the Atlantic. He had a three-day standoff with the Coast Guard. Oh, my gosh. In this homemade hamster wheel. It's covered in, like, it's like this big plexiglass thing covered in, like, life vests and all these flotation devices. He tried to go out and make this uh, make this trip, but yeah, it wasn't happening. And I guess he also claimed to have a bomb with him. So if anybody what? came close to him, that he was going to blow everything up. See, that's oh, what's about trouble. If he only yeah. had the habit trail, he'd be okay. Yeah, right. shut up, buddy. So that that's what makes him a floor dope. I think is is the bomb threats. But uh, yeah, they eventually they arrested this guy. As he's tried to make this journey before. You mentioned Jen, 14, 16, and in twenty one. They're all thwarted by Coast Guard officers, and he's been thwarted again. Well, there goes that dream. They, they saved his life Jeez. is what they did. Jeez. We have an actual Florida Hope coming up next. This guy couldn't buy any cigarettes, so he started throwing Snickers bars at the clerk. What a good waste of Snickers. Yeah, really. And Boy. once again on the West Coast. What is wrong with that part? Uh, a lot. <laughs> and there's something going on on Lake Worth Beach. It's a sanctuary city now of a different kind. Yep. I'll tell you next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. And if we can't do anything about the people up in Tallahassee, at least we can do it here in our own backyard. And what backyard is he talking about? He's talking about the fine city of Lake Worth Beach. The first city in the great state of Florida to do what, Bill? It's a sanctuary city. Now, we've had those before. Specifically for the LGBTQ... Am I missing one? Plus community. Yeah, there's a plus there. I don't know because they keep on adding letters. And I think a lot of people got confused. They didn't know what all the letters were. So Here's why I'm confused. I don't understand. I, 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 I honestly, and I'm just seeking information here. I don't understand what the the beef is, what they say is happening in Tallahassee, and they're not coming out with any specifics well, of they, why they feel so threatened that they think it's necessary. It's great that they, it's your own city, it's your commission. That's fine, whatever. I don't care. But I don't understand the need. I don't get it. Uh, according to at least Channel Five did a story on it. According to their reports, some people have been attacked. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I'm just telling you what Channel 5 reported. I don't know. Uh, they talked to a gentleman who's uh, the head of the president of the Human Rights Commission. He said they've had reports of attacks and that, you know, some people need they, they want to feel safe being themselves. 
So Lake Worth Beach has become that place for them to be, I guess. You know that area. Yeah, so I, I've, I've been, got a lot of my friends live there. there. You <laughs> so. know anybody in Lake Worth Beach, formerly just plain old Lake Worth, that doesn't feel comfortable being out? I thought it was a pretty strong, like a stronghold for the gay community. Right. No. I no. don't know of anybody that wouldn't feel comfortable there. I don't I, understand this. I don't know any of my – I had a number of my friends live there. Uh, I, I've never heard them complain, ever. I, I, no. And they, they, they love the city, which is right. why they say, and they've been there for years and years and years. So – if you don't know and you're new to the show, like half of my friends are all gay. Yeah, Jen's like a beacon. I, I, got, I got lesbian friends. I got gay friends. You're like uh, the Pied Piper of the LGBTQ community. <laughs> so, I, but, you know, it's funny because when I hear complaints, uh, you know, lodged against, you know, uh, Tallahassee because of, on behalf of the gay community, I think I call up my friends and I ask them, are you ticked off at Tallahassee? And some of them will say yes and some will say no. But once you have a conversation with them, see, here's the difference between my gay friends will actually listen to me, which is odd because my regular friends don't even do that. But they'll listen. And I'll say, but this is what's actually happening, not what you've heard. And they'll go, oh, and then they do a little bit of research and then they say, oh, OK. Right. So well, that's the way most people are. It, 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 but I just give me specifics. If there was an attack in Lake Worth against anybody in the gay community around here. Oh. You don't think we would know about that story on the show? It, it, we talked about this earlier. I was kind of surprised that Lake Worth usurped Delray Beach because Delray right. Beach really was, if right. you think about it, they did that. Was it a what is it permanent? The pride flag walkway? I think it is. And then that kid went in. I saw and he, it recently he, downtown. He, he he did wheelies on yeah, it. Yeah, some idiot was doing a stupid burnout stuff. on it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would think because of that situation that they would have been the first. I bet you they, they follow shortly after Lake Worth Beach. Also, what does it mean? Like, what does it mean to designate a san- like for a sanctuary city for migrants? Right there, you can't deport them out of the city. I don't know what did. To- maybe special they get protections. Either that, or maybe housing. You know, they get special I, I priority did, with housing. I don't know. There's such a lack of information about this. I don't understand. I, what are the specifics? What attacks? Uh, what from Tallahassee? I, I don't know. I don't know. But they uh, say that uh, all are all, all are welcome. That's like okay. All right, that's fine. You know, good for Lake Worth Beach. I think the west coast of Florida has become a sanctuary sanctuary area for Floridopes because we got another one. They're all from St. Pete. Is uh, this one from St. Pete? Well, next door in Clearwater. Okay. I'm telling you it's the water. <laughs> the Floridope of the day. Hey, man! No, you're so dumb. Bye, 23-year-old drunk. Yeah. Man in Florida, <laughs> in, in, in Clearwater, was arrested for assaulting a couple of Walgreens employees early Monday morning. Why? What morning. Morning drinking. Okay, so he's left. Maybe it was just left over from the night before. I think it was. Cause it was one twenty a.m. Okay. Wanted cigarettes. Workers refused. Told him to leave. All right. I don't know why he was denied. Probably because he was just like hammered. And they probably said, no, you've had enough. He was so mad, he started throwing a bunch of Snickers bars at him. Oh, how dare he ruin the Snickers bars yeah, like that. Yeah, oh. What a waste. You can't restock wow. those, can you? No, I would assume no once they hit the floor. Well, if no one sees it, I guess it's okay. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> Five second rule. Stuck a <laughs> struck a female worker in the face. Oh, that's not they it was one of the big supersized bars. <laughs> that would have hurt. One of those Holy Valentine's cow. Day bars. Boom. A male worker was hit in the chest. Neither injured though. Thank goodness. But this guy was charged with two crowd two counts of misdemeanor battery. Later released after posting a thousand dollars bond. So he went back. Posted and got, bond? He got went back and got more Snickers and threw them at him? Yeah, that's worth about five hundred Snickers oh, bars. Like, wow. <laughs> Jeez. Only you. Uh, you know. find these things, I swear. They, they come to us. I, don't know. I swear. People send things to us. 
and verified by the smoking gun. The smoking gun is a publication where all these things are, by the way. By the way, I think the 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 habit trail guy was like front yeah. page news on the smoking gun. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, he was on front page news everywhere actually yesterday. Of course, people it's are like, fascinated by that. Idiot. It's like okay. Okay, explain to me how Inner Miami is going to win without half of their team. Why are they losing half their team? I'll tell you why. If it's a little tease, deported. Yeah, well, one of them is going. (laughs) Oh my god. We'll find out. We got some other sports stuff going on too. We're uh, Americans doing well at the U.S. Open. Apparently, that's good news. And good news for the Seminoles. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Refused to put his own life above the lives of others in need. When duty called, Larry did everything, did everything to answer. That was, well, until a certain point, a nice Medal of Honor ceremony last night for this helicopter pilot from Vietnam, finally honored with the Medal of Honor. Yeah, in 1968, uh, Larry Taylor, just to give you a background, uh, he's 81 years old now, but in 1968, he disobeyed a direct order, risked his life and his helicopter. He flew into a battle zone where four American soldiers were surrounded. They had no ammunition. He went down. They literally grabbed onto the skids, and he took off, and they said he reached heights of like 1,500 feet. So these four guys were literally hanging on for their their lives, but he saved all four of them. One of the guys, uh, out of the four, only one is still alive today, and he's a retired Army Ranger, David Hill. Um he didn't get to meet Taylor until 31 years later. Wow, Where is that he could right? thank him in person. And when he met him, he said, you deserve the Medal of Honor. And so since then, he's been pushing for Taylor to get this medal. And he finally got it. And let's face it, he wanted to have it done so he could, you know, not have it done posthumously. Yeah, they do that all the time. The man's 81 years old. Exactly. He didn't have that much time. Wow, it's like, okay. I, it, the, the funny part about it was I'm thinking, who looked older, him or Biden? Well... It was nice at first, and then we did have a Joe Mencho moment, inexplicably, and they still have not come up with a solid answer yet. He stunned White House staff and everybody in the room. Joe got up and left. He literally got He stood up, and he just walked out. He, he puts the, you see him, he puts the medal around uh, Mr. Taylor's neck. And I think it's Velcro, but he had he had a, yeah. he was challenged, and then he tried to straighten it out in the front. And the poor old guy's like the Taylor's like, "What are you doing? Just leave the medal alone. Let me take a picture." He shakes his hand, and then Joe just walks out the door. He walks right through everybody. See you later, bye. So nobody what to do, knew what to do with the crowd. They, they just kept on clapping, and then they just finally ran out of, of clapping, and, then, and they was silent for a little while, and then. They had to, so I guess the president is always sitting there with the honoree or honorees to do the benediction. Right, the closing prayer. This poor guy was left uh, uh, standing there alone. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me for the benediction. White House came out with a statement because it was so weird. This is what what they came up with. Oh, no. Well, the president wanted uh, the honoree to have this moment to himself. He didn't want to take away from it. He wouldn't have. That wasn't... (laughs) <laughs> Nobody thinks that's true. No, that never happens. Okay. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, I took my picture. See you later. Bye. Out right. the back door. <laughs> okay, this from the same White House that told us yesterday that Mitch McConnell is of sound mind and body. Oh, 
boy. He didn't have a rough. seizure. He didn't have a stroke. No, he's fine. He, he's perfectly fine. I'm sure. like, who did they pay off to give you this report? Yeah, sharp as attack. Come on. He stood up. He uh, the turtle faced questions yesterday though. He did. He did. They they asked him some questions. He was talking about uh, he had a, he had a busy August back in Kentucky with his constituents. Now, one particular moment of my time back home has received its fair share of attention in the press over the past week. And there he is. My one moment? It was 30 seconds of you just staring blankly. Mr. Excitement. Wow. It was. It was a full 30 seconds, the second time he's done it. If not more so. Because in this case, it was just he had one handler. The last time it happened, he was like in a party situation. There were a bunch of other senators around and a bunch of other people from, you know, the White House and Congress. This time it was just him. And you see his, his handler, I don't know who she is, his aide comes over and says, you know, Senator, did you hear the question? And she's patting him on the back. I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's how you treat your elderly parents. Uh, it's, it's, it's again, it, he's right up there with Joe Mencha. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my if, God. He, if he's not worse. He might be worse at this point now. He really is. I don't, I don't know if McConnell is even functioning. That is, that's so scary. It, it really well, is. Well, then you look at Dianne Feinstein. She's not there. Right. So you got Feinstein, McConnell, you got, what's his name? I can't think of his name. The guy that had the stroke. Fetterman. Thank you so very much. Fetterman. There's another one we are missing that's really old that we always talk about other than Biden. Anyway. Which is why the whole idea of term limits, and boy, Nikki Haley is jumping on this bandwagon. She's talking about it all the time. The idea of term limits has never been more important. Without a doubt. Or more popular, I should say. Nancy Pelosi. She's another one. These, you know, and I got nothing against old people. Trust me. I took care of my parents. But but holy cow, there comes a time in your life where for their own sake, you got to take them out of the public eye and make sure they're safe. You know what, though? They can't do it just by, well, term limits, yes, but they can't have an age limit because not all 80-year-olds are the same. No. We were were just talking about the Rolling Stones in their 80s, ready to go, releasing an album today at 930. They're going to tour again. You want to compare Mick Jagger at 80 to Biden at 80? No. Or my uncle at 100, right. who served under Patton, who could tell you how to build a u- nuclear submarine, because that's what he did. Oh, well. Well, not did he give in detail. You no, not oh, in okay. detail. Oh. He was like, I'd have to kill you if I gave you all the information. <laughs> but that's what he did. You know, he, he was a, a CB. He worked for the, he was an independent contractor with the U.S. government. But, I mean, the guy's, he's 100 years old, and he's sharper than anybody I know. Craziness. So it just depends. It does depend. You, know, you got to do something. It's just that simple. Anyway. <laughs> depends, so to speak. <laughs> yes. no, yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, it was intended, all right. <laughs> on your part, not on mine. All right, a little bit of sports news. Listen, even if you're not a Florida State fan, it's good when they're good. It's good for the state of Florida. And they have had a good week after their big upset. Wow. Yeah, they... Well, well not really an upset. They beat LSU, which yeah. was ranked. Uh, Florida State wasn't ranked. The interesting thing is they took Florida State's fifth spot. No. I mean, Florida State moved yeah. to f- five. LSU drops down to 14. Uh, they took a big hit on that one. Holy cow. Are well, looking... listen. Brian Kelly not happy with the way things are going. Did you hear him yelling? Yeah. He was screaming at those kids. I felt so badly for them. Do I have time to tell you why you're not going to see anybody playing for Miami? Oh, yeah. I want to hear about this, actually. Oh, yeah. Inter-Miami, right? Not, not like the Miami Hurricanes. No, they yeah. Inter-Miami, the soccer okay. team. Deportation. Like, if, you're, oh, no. if you had any intentions of going to Saturday's game, you may be all by yourself in the stadium. Oh, no. Messi is not going to be playing. 
Instead, he's being he's going to Argentina to play for some other team. Oh, that's right. I heard about this. They they called him up for the uh, World Cup qualifiers. Okay, well, there now, goes that hype. Okay, <laughs> now wait a minute. It gets better. Seven it's other seven other starters on the Miami team. How many people are on that soccer team? Uh, I think it's eleven. Just okay, like okay, they got American four. Football. They got like three left. They're all leaving oh, for some national team duties that they're playing on other teams. World Cup qualifiers. They got yeah. nobody. That, the head coach was like, "We're going to try to muster up a team." <laughs> I'm like, who the hell's going to be playing on Saturday? You uh, coached soccer, didn't you? Yeah, you know yeah, the game. My kids, sure. Yeah, to get out there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be uh, putting pink jerseys on the Lake Worth High team. <laughs> But I felt bad. The head coach says, I'm going to put together the best team I possibly can. He doesn't have anybody to put together. All right. Well, how many people are on altogether on a soccer roster on the team? Oh, the whole thing? I'm not sure. You know, like a 53-man roster in football. But I know it's, you know, 11 on 11 plus the goalie. Yeah, they got a couple of... uh they yeah. a couple of replacements. Right. So there's got to be like 22 people. So it's all the backup people that are going to be playing? Well, I see that many. We get together the morning shows, the three of us, right? We go down the hall, the yeah. IRK to RMF. We all get together. Yeah. And we maybe even get Steve Harvey from X. We all go out there and see what we can do. Steve's our goalie. Yeah, there you go. He'd be good in the goal. <laughs> well, he just has smile. Yeah. Blinded by the teeth. <laughs> His brilliant, beautiful white teeth. An amazing smile. Oh, it's incredible. He really does. <laughs> All right, we got more sports. Uh, the uh, American players in the U.S. Open representing pretty well. It's going well. American yeah. tennis, these might be good times, including our very own Coco Golf from Delray Beach. How do you like that? And we have to talk about Eli and Peyton, please, because I, oh, yeah. uh, this is my favorite video of the year so far. Got that, some headlines, too. It's all next. The South Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Just heard Jennifer Correa's excellent weather forecast about a minute ago. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Dean Urum, Bill. And uh, just to update you now, because you're going to find a lot of people at work, maybe even in your family, all hyped up about Tropical Storm Lee that's far out in the Atlantic. It will be a hurricane, they're going to say, but so far anyway. And there's a lot that can change, and this is also a long way off, but uh, all the models still have that making a sharp turn north. Now, that can change. But True. just saying, there's nothing imminent happening right now, despite what you hear at work. And it, it makes a sharp turn north like miles off our coast. I mean, it so d- doesn't get close, right. at least according to the latest models. So yeah, you just uh, keep it that way. Because if not on Monday, I, I'm going to be saying, what am I going to do with the horses? Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm calling in sick on Monday then. <laughs> no, because you're leaving right on, at us. When, by the way, when do you leave on vacation? You're leaving soon, aren't you? I don't know. You? It's some, I don't know. I just Isn't keep showing up until I don't. Is it next week? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Is it the week after? When's the 15th? That Friday. Okay. So you're taking the Friday off? No. Oh, okay. I'm so confused. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> That's next week. Uh, so at the end of next week, you're gone. Okay, I get you. So you're here till next Friday, and then you're gone. Sure. Right? Yeah. I guess so. I, I don't know. It, I get it written down. So, but you, I, you so got if this so doesn't confused. turn, you're going to have to come to my house and close my uh, uh, shutters, shutters Okay, sure. Thanks. I'll, I'll go there. And then as long as you leave you know, food and booze in the refrigerator, yeah. I'll take care of it. That's don't all. worry about it. Okay. Right. Uh, by the way, while you were out of the room, I'm going I'm to incense you right now because a story just broke about the University of Michigan. Yes. It is telling. Are you sure you're not the one incensed? And, uh, well, this will incense you. Trust me. It has nothing to do with sports. The University of Michigan has just told all of its student body, if you test positive for COVID and you live in a single room in a dorm, you have to remove yourself from campus for 10 days. That's ridiculous. I'm they're sorry. Just they, they're telling everybody and on campus, get the hell out if you got COVID. Then, first of all, don't get tested. 
Even if you, you feel like crap, don't get tested unless they force you. And if they're forcing you to get tested, that's that's even a bigger problem. This is preposterous. This is this the, is I, absolute fear mongering at its worst. I told you it was going to incense you. I was like, you got to be kidding it's me. Ridiculous. Even in even if in a single room, you got to get out of the dorm. I'm right. like, why? Okay. I could see them like with a severe cold or a flu. You know, isolate yourself. Yeah. But but leave. Yeah, leave the campus. <laughs> the campus. You can't even be on campus. Oh, great. That's and the University right. of Michigan's a big campus. I've been there before. Beautiful school, by the way. And they got a great football stadium. But just don't just don't like the team. <laughs> you like all. the people, not the <laughs> like team. Like the people, not the team. But that's besides the point. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to incense you. Well, I just I, saw I just, that and I, mean, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You know what's happening. And, then, and, and there's your example again of it's just this hypocrisy of this thing. Look at Joe Biden at the Medal of Honor ceremony yesterday. Walks into the room. He's got his mask on because Dr. Jill Biden has COVID. Gets next to the 81-year-old that they're honoring and takes the mask off. Uh, the, so the, what is the sense of it? I, you're so true. And then you get this school in Maryland. Is it a whole district, Diener? That uh, t- a couple of kids in this third grade class tested positive for COVID. The whole class has to wear, the whole school has to wear masks now for 10 days. <laughs> so they got third graders already masked up. I'm like, and they just showed them. I'm like, these I, I, poor kids. I, nope. You know what? It's already Not doing st- it. Stop doing it, people. Stop it. Not doing it. Okay. Here's some uh, actual sports to make us feel good. Please. U.S. Open's going on now. We know that. Yeah. In Queens. And uh, we've got some. This late in the game, this late in the tournament, we've got some American names that are doing pretty well. That was not Coco Golf. That wasn't that was, her. That was I don't know a Russian screamer. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's our only tennis sound. Coco Golf is going to the semifinals. Yeah, uh, she plays tomorrow, and then who's the other girl? Keys, Madison Keys. She's in the quarterfinals. Right. Today is that today? So. She could they feasibly be paying, playing each other then? Coco I guess Goff, if they both advanced, sure. Madison in Madison Keys, right? Uh, Coco Goff is it? Coco? Go- no, it's who? Who's the doubles? It's the Pagula girl, mm-hmm. and is who's the other and one? Coco and Coco. Yeah, they say they could win the women's doubles and then in the, the whole thing. And this is exciting on the men's side. Young Ben Shelton. Took down a really good player, 10th-seeded Francis Tiafo in four sets. He's the youngest American male to reach the semis since 1992. And we found out the other person that was younger was? Oh, uh, Andy Roddick was in there, too. Andy Roddick. 92. Wow. I know. Andy Roddick was in there a little bit later, and that was like 2002 or something like that. Well, Andy Roddick is the last player, last American man to win the U.S. Open. Mm. Imagine that. Just was because he really? That was it. Almost twenty well, years that's ago. Because yeah. you got this poor kid's gonna lose after well, what Bill's telling me he's done already. The dream is over soon, <laughs> because for all of his efforts, Ben Shelton now has to square off against Novak Djokovic. Yeah. Well, Does anybody beat Djokovic ever? Uh, it happens. Not even, <laughs> not even the World Health Organization can beat Djokovic. <laughs> oh, that, well, he's getting even for all those matches they made him not play because of COVID. That's, that's yeah, why I think stupid. he's going to be unstoppable. He's yeah. on a mission now to to hold that trophy up high and say, "See, yep, take that, take that." It would be awesome to see a you know young American man win the U.S. Open, but you're going to get up against the buzzsaw on a revenge mission in Novak Djokovic. So watch the watch wow. the U.S. Uh, Open tournament for the final just to get back at him. Require masks on athletes. Could you imagine? <laughs> During oh. the semis, now all of a sudden you have to be vaxxed again. <laughs> Sorry. Got a new rule. Sorry, Gosh. Joker. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> but it's... that's good, though. We got American names that are that are doing well mm-hmm. again. Maybe it's a resurgence of American tennis. It's been a while. Oh, wow. What did you say? What year? Well, for the men, I mean, forget it. It's been 20 years since a man 
won the U.S. Open, American Man. Yeah, but then we had, you know, the Williams sisters oh, yeah. kind right. of ruled the roost yeah, for a while. God. So thank God yeah. for the women. Yeah. Just on the men's side, it's... It's, and, been, you know, it's been a rough run. You're going Andy Roddick, and then before that, you were back in the 90s. Pete Sampras, Andre Agassi, wow. McEnroe in, you know, in the 80s. We it's need another McEnroe. They definitely need another McEnroe, though. Yes. Somebody that's going to challenge yes. all these judges and you need a, make a scene. Yeah. And, yeah. You need a bad boy. That's what yeah. you need. Yeah. It, it, without a doubt. All right. Well, we have this for you. Rapid fire again. We'll catch up on the headlines and some other stuff coming up next. Just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. You know what? I'm Does starting he, to think Diener has a conspiracy against Rapid Fire. I don't think he likes it anymore. I think he's trying to kill the segment. That's because we make fun of his stories all the time, maybe? <laughs> That's what Diener, it is. what are you doing over there? I don't know what happened this morning. I just All I can do is sincerely <laughs> apologize. All right, let's, let's, try. Wait, let's go. Just go with this. Everybody knows the Rapid Fire thing. That's all right. Let's do it. Time for Jen and Bill's <laughs> Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What a bum. I mean, we could have done that. <laughs> Time for Jenna Bill's Rapid Fire. It's On 850 WFDL. Yeah. I'm going to keep with the murder theme yes. that I have had all morning. Uh, the attorneys for Alex Murdaugh, you know, oh, the guy God. that was found guilty of killing his wife and his son, oh, yeah. are now accusing the county clerk of court, Rebecca Hill. She was the one who read the guilty verdict, by the way, of tampering with the jury. They have all kinds of information that she pressured them to reach a quick guilty verdict that she had one of the jurors dismissed by talking to the judge because she said, this guy over here, he's not right. He's been doing stuff on the side. The the judge dismissed the juror. They're saying that she had frequent conversations with the jury foreperson to influence the jury to find Murdoch guilty. And that don't be fooled. He's a great actor. So make sure you watch him closely. She also came out what? with a book right after the trial. So they're saying that she did all this so she could get this book out and have it be a bestseller. So they presented all this stuff yesterday. And they're like, this woman, you know what? This is jury tampering. We want a new trial. Watch him, get, watch him get a new trial because of this. I, you know what? After you described it, I could see it happening. If they can prove that she had any influence over any of these jurors, any way, shape, or form, regardless of what her intention was, he's going to get a new trial. Her book, by the way, hit the stores on August 1st. It was called Behind the Doors of Justice, The Murdaugh Murders. But- uh, man, uh, it's quite an accusation, though. I mean, that's, that's, that's tough to, to, prove, to, to get a new trial in that case. Uh, it's got to be like an ironclad proof that yeah, they would, you know, well, they do I not bet, want to open that up again. They may have jurors coming forward because if they can prove that she told the jury, don't be fooled by this guy. He's a great actor. He's as guilty as the day is long. Uh, you can't do that with a jury. Yeah. Especially as, as the as is the the clerk, the clerk of the courts. You can't do that. That's, well, a, that, that's, that's an case. official. That's just right. so. We shall see between that and his other son, Buster, saying he's innocent. Can you imagine living through that trial again? No. It went on forever. It was. And and it made redheads look bad. Well, (laughs) well, then they shaved his head, so, you know, in jail. True. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I could tell you about Antony Blinken being in uh, Ukraine, but that's just bad news. You know what's going to hold there? A whole new boatload of cash going to Ukraine. 
And you know what? They take these trips unannounced, and all of a sudden, oh, he's there. He's yeah, in he, Keys. He's there now. And so you know he's giving him money. But that's no fun. So that's all you need to know about that. Instead, I'd rather talk about the Duke quarterback. Oh, please, yes. Who's Ry- that? Riley Leonard, who Who's just that? engineered, along with the rest of the team, the amazing upset win over Clemson this past weekend. Right. I mean, it was incredible, right? Okay, I know nothing about this kid, so... Well, first of all, he looks like he's about 11. That's right. Oh, that was the one you showed me the picture yesterday. He does. He looks like he's 12 years old. You're right. At the end of the game, he did a little interview where he did a little shout out to his uh, professor because he had an assignment due that night like it was about to happen. No, really? There's no way he was going to get that done, so he had a special (laughs) request. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. I think it's 12, so it may already be 12. Oh, and it was just funny. about it was just before twelve. And that <laughs> it wasn't gonna happen. So Professor Taylor back on the Duke campus, you know, big win. First win over a ranked team in I think thirty something years or something like that. Yeah, so the top guy 10 team. accommodated him, right? You would uh, think special you know, yeah. special circumstance. No. No. <laughs> Duke is a real school. Here's Professor Taylor's response. Congratulations to you and all your teammates, but you know. Wesley Williams and the other linemen who were in the class, they said they prepared ahead and did it ahead of time. So oh. why didn't the quarterback? So no way, man. No extension. This Ouch. is this is why Duke will never be a powerhouse football program because <laughs> no. they have real classes. <laughs> my my theory is Professor Taylor is gonna be unemployed <laughs> in about two days. You better hope he's tenured. You better hope so, because if not, you're taking your star quarterback that just won a game in thirty five years. Come on. I don't Real. I don't care who Real. you are at Duke, they're gonna let this kid slide. Wow, that's a rough one. Yeah, but if the other, if the lineman got it done and he didn't, that would have yeah. been a bad look. The lineman's girlfriend's got it done. I'm telling <laughs> you, that's too much. Duke's a real school. I'm sure he'll still be playing. So, can you imagine <laughs> if he gets benched? I know, right? Because he didn't turn it in. Grades. Oh my gosh. Duke loses by forty. Wow, <laughs> poor kid. So actually, I'm going to stick with football, Bill, and actually quarterbacks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because I, I think I missed my calling, guys. I should have been an NFL quarterback. Oh, sure. <laughs> There's still time. Yes. Yeah, you you're know. only 30, 40, yeah. 50 years old. You're yeah. the same age as that Notre Dame quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Because Joe Burrow, Joey B. Joe Burr. He's about to sign, according to the reports, because the season begins tomorrow with the Chiefs and the Lions right. playing tomorrow night. But the Bengals, everybody else plays on Sunday. So they're saying before that week one matchup, Joe Burrow is going to sign the richest contract in NFL history. Please tell me he bought his parents a new house and got rid of those ghastly curtains. <laughs> Remember that in the draft? Oh my God, please. <laughs> it was pretty ugly. It's true. But he's not the only one. There's a couple big names that are looking to sign big contracts right before week one begins. Well, how much are they going to give this kid? Well, for Joe Burrow, he would have to sign more than what Justin Herbert signed with the Chargers recently. Herbert signed five years, $264 million. <gasps> So Burrow would have to be more than that. Jalen Hurts with the Eagles just signed 245. Russell Wilson's over 230. Okay, I gotta Mahomes ask a question. Mahomes is over 200 million. Do tickets go up considerably so they can pay these guys? They go up just because they can raise ticket prices. Sure. But mostly this stuff is from TV contract money. Wow. 
And then, didn't we have that so story at the end of the year that the what the NFL share was for each team? I can't. I forget how many millions, of, tens of millions. It, it goes was. up every year. It's insane. Uh, yeah. How how who's the highest paid quarterback as of right now? Right now, it's actually Justin Herbert from the Chargers, and he's a young quarterback. But they signed him to that big uh, extension. I wouldn't know him if I hit him with my car. Maybe, but it looks no. like that. Uh, looks like Joey B is about to uh, beat that record. Wow, and he deserves it. He's one of the best he's quarterbacks great. in football. And ladies love Joe Burr. They do. Yeah, he's I mean, he's, he's a double benefit to the NFL because he's making the Bengals relevant again. Let's face right. it. And he also brings in women to the sport. It helps. Girls love that kid. They do. He's he's very popular. It was weird. Last night we were in New York visiting Danielle. Times Square billboard. Giant NBC ad. Giant. This is like a couple of different blocks. They kept on just, just a giant picture of Joe Burrow in, in HD. Really? Every time we walked by it, my girls would go, oh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Every time. He's cute. They love him. He's a star. Okay. A superstar. Uh, I was going to talk about the Mannings, but I found this far more interesting. Oh. Miami-Dade County. It's a little bit closer to home, okay? What's the fastest growing sport in communities among regular people oh, across I, the world I think right Bill now? Bill and I both know. Pickleball. That's Pickle right. Pickleball. Yes. It's, the, it's the sports sensation that's sweeping the nation. Well, <laughs> there's a park in Aventura called Founders Park, and yesterday the city commission unveiled plans for seven pickleball and tennis courts to be built there. Wow. They they came out in throngs to protest. No. Why? Because it's too loud. What? <laughs> How old is this community? I don't know. Where they're looking at the pickleballers going, hey, you kids oh, in your right. 50s. Oh, my god! They're going to replace the park grass with artificial turf, and they said the artificial turf is going to kill them because it's toxic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What is going on in this community? Well, at least the city <laughs> spokesperson said artificial turf doesn't require chemicals that the natural grass does, oh so it's gosh. actually better for you. It's cheaper. And nobody's making any sounds on the pickleball court that are going to offend you. So the odds are they're going through with their pickleball courts so do you not and have, their fake grass. Do you, do you not have the, the tennis grunts during pickleball? I right. don't know. Is that, are, they, are they expecting, you know... I, I thought it was hysterical. In though, Aventura, but, when they play pickleball, it sounds like this. <laughs> Quiet, anyway, kids! Uh, uh, it looks like these things will be added at Founders Park, just so you know. Well, there wow. you go. I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, we got this. We are, what, about 45 minutes away from this. Yeah. The Rolling Stones, Woo-hoo. speaking of octogenarians, they are coming out with their first album in 18 years of all new material. That's amazing. They did Blue and Lonesome, a blues cover album a couple of years ago, which was great. Mick Keith and Ronnie Wood, they're going to be uh, introducing the album titled Hackney Diamonds on a YouTube live stream interview. Unfortunately, that's with Jimmy Fallon, but you can ignore him at 9.30 from London. (laughs) I don't think he's going to let you ignore him. That's the sad part. But that's okay. I think think it's great. great. I I do, too. I think it's awesome. It's also got some uh, tracks on there recorded before Charlie Watts died. Holy cow. Paul McCartney's on it. Elton John is on it. An original Stones bassist, Bill Wyman, who's wicked old, he's on it too. How do you like that? So the Stones and the Beatles actually did play together. How about that? How do you like that? That's so cool. I got to see this tour when they go on tour again. I've never seen them. Well, I'll finish off with this, guys. A little PSA for anybody in uh, uniform. You know, uh, public servants, police officers, firefighters, paramedics, nurses, that kind of stuff. Okay. If you're out in public (laughs) on your job, you may not want to be making out with somebody in a uh, parking lot in public in a public park where everybody's just walking around and they can film you. 
Because this happened in Maryland. I saw this. Yeah. What happened? Well, a Maryland police officer is now suspended after just out in the open. Of course, someone's going to take a video after this, someone caught him making out with some another woman in front of his police car. And there's no mistake in it. No. And then... He's married. Well, probably. I, I can't say that for sure. But then... They open up the back door of the police car and go in there together. No! And that's when the video ends. So, use your imagination from that point. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's all caught on camera. They're they're in a public park. It's He's just in the parking lot, in the yeah. open. It's not behind a tree. No. It's not anything. It, wow. It's, it's, it's clear like the day. two people that meet in our parking lot every morning. What? Oh, oh you don't. Hey, oh, oh, they meet everyone right over there. Oh my. You and who? <laughs> not me. Hey. Oh, 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 not wait. me. Every, it sounded like every inside morning, knowledge. One car comes. Oh, no. It's, it's like everybody knows on the floor. They come. One car comes in this way. One car comes in this way. They meet over there behind the trees in the back. Oh, my. They're there for about 45 minutes and then they go their separate ways. Whoa. We assume it's two people having an affair because they, they always meet like in the parking lot. Really? Yeah, I'll show them to you someday. Whoa, didn't know about this. I gotta get here earlier. This is when all the action happens. <laughs> See, at least that's when it's dark out. This is broad daylight. It's barely no, this is this. at like 10 o'clock. Oh, geez, really? Yeah. Oh, in the, oh after. The, yeah. Oh. I wow, never yeah, we, we have to. I'll, oh, I'll I'm on the case. Don't <laughs> worry about that. You got to go to a certain spot because the trees block the view. Wow. But you see him or her get out of the car and go into the other car. Do they oh. go to Rachel's after? No, they don't. They oh. stay in the cars. So just, I probably just screwed up somebody's total affair. Well, you did. Probably that works here. <laughs> Till no. Oh, God. Sorry. God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we talk about the Mannings next, though? I love this story. Yes. Thank you. And it's a sign that NFL football. Is I mean we're 24 hours away. That's it. That's it. We're is here. it really? The Who promo plays at, tomorrow. It's, uh, the Chiefs and the Lions. Chiefs and the Lions. Yeah. The promo ad for the NFL season for the Manning cast is fantastic. We got it for you next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Here's something you can check out on the Morning Show blog, 850wftl.com, and on the app. It's the Peyton and Eli Manning promo for the ESPN Manning cast. It is great. I have never seen the Manning cast, and I sat and laughed. I don't even know who half of the players are in this this promo reel they put out. It is hysterical. Listen to some of them. Mike Tyson's in there. The end is Brady, but here's some of the highlights. Hi, I'm Jared Goff, quarterback, here to audition. So, Jared, how excited are you about the opportunity to be on the most popular show on television? Isn't this for the Manning cast? I'm just here because you guys have the most punchable faith in the history of punching faith. <laughs> Mike Tyson sounds like somebody doing an impression of Mike Tyson. I know, most punchable face. <laughs> Here's the end. It's got a uh, final bit with Brady. Somewhere. Plus right again here. this season. Unless there's someone on that list who is just perfect for the job. Not on this list. Nope. I didn't get the Manny Cast job. I guess I'll just come back and play football again. Brady's the closer. It's really good, though. And the greatest thing of all is it's a sign that NFL football is back tomorrow night. Isn't that great? And we'll be talking about it tomorrow morning. Uh, We're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We would love to see you then. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.